welcome to No Wall Scroll. It is a special edition as um, uh, our, our good friend Piss is uh, is is setting up uh, across the across the pond. Uh, we are um, we are without them right now, but we have brought in uh, a pinch hitter uh, that you all know uh, so well by this point. Uh, you might remember her from. Uh, the wonderful Fujiko Mine miniseries. You also might remember her from the Project Echo episode. There's so many to remember her from. It is it is Emily. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Oh my goodness. Of course. It's my my pleasure. Um, how have you been? What have you been up to? Have you been? I know you've been watching things. I have. Um, I've I've been trying to watch uh, a bit more Sailor Moon lately. It is it is the year of the rabbit, and I have decided that. Uh, uh, since Usagi means rabbit, that it might it might behoove me to uh, to to finish Sailor Moon this year. Now, in your in your opinion, is it better to be watching Sailor Moon or to spend your time uh, just getting really into uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles adjacent Usagi Yojimbo stories? I mean, I hear those are pretty good. Yeah, I do too. Um, but that was a trick question because it's always a good time to get into Sailor Moon. I've really enjoyed actually um, reading your uh, your Sailor Moon posts. Um, like about the movie and stuff, it's been it's been pretty neat. Like I I am really not super Sailor Moon conversant. My daughter watched a little bit of it when she was getting into um, uh, Pretty Cure, um, but like or I'm sorry, Pretty Cure, but uh, either or. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just I I don't feel like I've earned it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like it. I think like. Um, uh, it was a little much for her. Like it was a little, it was a little kind of intense. Um, Sailor Moon was more intense than she expected. Um, not because of like the gender stuff, which uh, like all kids of her generation does not face her in any way. And the newer Sailor Moon's playing with gender and doing cool things like was fine with her. It was like the sort of darker elements were just like not there for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did like it and I was sad that she wasn't watching more of it. And I loved the movie that you brought up. It, it seemed like, extremely cool yeah i just watched um the sailor moon r movie which is like the first sailor moon movie and so uh cool. it's like a, it's an original story it doesn't have anything to do with the manga or anything it was just um kunihiko uh ikuhara the the director who also did uh went on to do revolutionary girl Lieutenant. Uh, it was just him going nuts because he was the uh, season director at this point. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was a good time. I had heard good things about it. I wasn't expecting it to be that fun. And it, now, it it's totally the ideal, like, I don't know, 60 minute anime movie. Yeah, no, that's I mean, there's like there is a sort of um, I don't know, like I watching these OVAs and then like I only read reviews of them insofar as I was looking to see uh, what their source material was, particularly um the uh the the um uh rose the desert rose stuff um but uh uh insofar as i read reviews of them a lot of people were like i wish wish this got a full a full uh movie and i was thinking to myself I'm like there's like something about these not being a full movie that's good and conversely there's something about like a full movie that is like particular and and hard to balance and i i can totally see why like a two-hour movie is kind of a tricky tricky thing to to get right or Definitely. sorry 60 minute movie even yeah even, even worse i i feel like around 60 minutes is about the sweet spot honestly because if you do like an hour and a half that that has so much opportunity to drag like i mean 
not not to bring up Lupin for the millionth time, but since I've seen the one million Lupin like yearly TV specials and stuff, they're roughly an hour and a half. Maybe a quarter of those over the last like three, four decades are good. Oh boy. That's not good. That's 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 a that's a bad <laughs> ratio. <laughs> they should they should be doing better with our with our friend Lupin. I mean, some um, of them are certainly enjoyable, but as far as like, I would recommend this to someone, the number is shockingly low. <laughs> um, I did like, I liked, I liked how in watching Desert Rose, I was like this, if you told me this was a Lupin movie, somehow I would believe you. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, I think, um, I think that makes a lot of sense. Like it reminds me also, um, reminds me also of like the Pokemon movies. Yeah. Um, and like some of the ones that are longer, just like kind of they just like, drag, okay, like, what are you doing they? here? Like, did we really need like a, a, a rising and falling action in the Pokemon <laughs> movie? Like, probably not. Like there are what I think f- 15, 16 at this point, Dragon Ball Z movies. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say also maybe a quarter of those are good. <laughs> yeah. And like the ones that are best are the ones that have the most sort of like direct action. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, whenever you talk to anyone about the good movies, it's like the Broly movie. And like, what's good about the Broly movie? There's a lot of action in it. <laughs> Constant punching. It's almost uh, nonstop fighting. It doesn't have any time for plot. And that's that's good sometimes. It, I mean, let's let's be real. It makes a ton of sense. Um but yeah, I um I'm glad I, I have been enjoying watching you uh, watch those. And also you've been doing big O periodically too, right? Or is that yes. someone else? Okay. That was interesting. I really need to watch big O at some point. I've never have. I did big O because um, giant robot FM, another podcast, they asked me on to do uh, two episodes to help them cover two episodes of that. Let's and go. So it just got me the, uh, the the itch to watch the whole show because I wanted to have it in context and that episode came out uh, a couple of weeks ago I think it turned out really well if you're interested in uh, the Big O check out Giant Robot FM they they do some great stuff this is uh, great very grateful to to be invited on and they they got a bunch of good stuff coming up so well I mean you you basically like uh, <laughs> really went above and beyond in that you had to cover two episodes. And watch the entire series. So that is <laughs> well, the that first is, season anyway. Well, OK, but that is very good podcast guest etiquette. Um, I mean, the really thing about good. Big O is that it's like it's such an easy watch. It's such a, a comfortable hometown kind of thing for me. <laughs> I like I, I think there's something about Big O that always kind of tripped me up. And it's that people are just like, oh, yeah, it's Mecca Batman. Like everyone's Batman in it or like the big guy's Batman. It's like, I don't. Is it like it doesn't in like the little bit I watched of it, I was like, that doesn't resonate with me. And since it was the like the thing people told me to watch for it just threw me off. And I never like I think <laughs> I think the idea of it not being Batman is like better, like more more appealing to me. I, I just think really when they say that it's Mecha Batman, it, it's more in the line of like they they really took the aesthetic of the batman animated tv show and just yeah. ran with that L- less so that roger smith is literally just bruce wayne and i mean like in certain ways he kind of is but in a lot of other ways it's just like it looks like a dc animated universe show in yeah. like the best ways like even even the 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 studio sunrise who did it they did a couple of the like big episodes of batman so oh, like cool. they they actually have the pedigree to 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 ape that look okay successfully. interesting 
All right. Well, that, I I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, I, I I guess that that explains a lot for me. I I don't know. It's on the list of my many uh, animes that someday when I finally learn how to take a break, um, I will watch. <laughs> um, but that's not today because we do have something to cover today. Um, when I asked you to come on, you were so kind as to uh, like piss do all the work. Um, and <laughs> just uh, recommend stuff um, and and give give some ideas for uh, for, for shows. And you you completely um, you completely got me in, the, in and and trapped me in this in this pick because um, I am a sucker for the uh, for the what's in the box uh, option. Uh, I used to buy when I whenever I would uh, go on vacation. I used to buy like mystery bags from local stores and stuff like that just like (laughs) just like garbage in there like yeah i know it's it's um it was the mystery it was the mystery bag of pot of uh of um ovas and i i simply had to had to know what was going on in the box and uh boy was i happy i did that um can i ask you what were when you curated these so we have three ovas i'm gonna try and get the names right it's a desert rose um, and it's something like I shouldn't have closed that tab. It's like Desert <laughs> Rose, uh, the Snow Apocalypse, um, and it is a. It's well, I mean, we'll talk about it, but um, it's that. It's I don't know what the the, the Maris anime is called. Um, Maris than, the like, Super Gal. Maris the Super Gal. Okay, and and so she is. Uh, no one, no one would say otherwise. <laughs> uh, and. Um, the uh, the other one was uh, Dragon's Haven, which is uh, absolutely fascinating in its own way. Um, all wonderful anime, uh, all wonderful OVAs. When you were curating these uh, or picking them, like what were you thinking about it as an arc? Were you kind of uh, imagining it as just like three really good things that you would want to talk about? Like how did you how did you approach this? I'm just kind of curious. So what I thought was I wanted something that could easily be done in a single episode. Mm, So I wanted like something that could, I wanted three 45 ish minute uh, OVAs that uh, don't get a lot of coverage uh, and are just easy, easy to discuss. And they happen to hit the nail uh, pretty perfectly. Yeah, I agree. And I like one of the, one of the best parts about it, I think is that, um, it, honestly, like one of the best parts about it is that the, um, they hit the, the three things that I like in OVAs and like anytime I watch these, I've said this before on this show. Um, and it's not like, it's not a particularly original thought, but like, it really reminds me of watching anime when I was a kid, like when I would watch it on like IFC or whatever. Um, and they just have like the weirdest OVAs. Like it's why for the longest time, a wind named amnesia was one of my favorite. Animes. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's listen, it's not something I'm proud of, but it's something that's true. Um, but like, you know, it, it, it's like you would, you would turn on IFC and it would be like, you know, any given strange anime that you could imagine. And like, all three of these are like that. Like all three of these have those elements and like, you know, super Galmaris is that kind that it reminds me of the first time I saw Lum where like, or like Yurisayatsura uh, movie where it's like, what is going on here? This is wild. Um, and like the, the, the dragon's Haven has that really experimental feel that you see a lot in, 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 you know, OVAs that are, that are framed as art. And of course, like, you know, it, it felt like, 
a little bit. Of, we were getting back to Gunsmith Cats a little bit with uh, with Desert Rose. So like, yeah, like it it had those qualities of like just making me feel like I was a kid watching stuff on a VHS or on IFC. And I, I don't know. On some level, that's like kind of for me the the best an OVA can get. It's it's that that like short burst of of curiosity. You, you've gone to the store. You have uh, like thirty five dollars. You want to buy a VHS, and <laughs> you, you better have thirty five dollars. <laughs> and you find an impeccable choice of three for twenty eight ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right. And like, it is, it is like you know, you'll, you'll. I, I was kind of taken by. Um, all the things people had to say about some of these movies, like, you know, of course there's the classic, like, Oh, why isn't this like, why isn't this its own show? I wish it, I wish there was like a whole series of this. And it's always a careful what you wish for kind of moment. Um, I, I would say like, I, I, I would love to see more of, uh, the girls from cat. Uh, on the other hand, I completely understand why we do not see more of the girls from cat and why <laughs> this OVA works as a standalone. Um, Actually, that's something I've always been interested in asking you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot away from my sort of glowing reading to to ask this like what what compels you most about OVAs? Because I know you watch a lot of them. Um, they're they're of interest to you. Um, why are they of interest to you? What what sort of uh, about them kind of grabs you? Uh I mean, there's a lot of different things. I mean mostly they're around 45 minutes and if you can okay. tell a great story in 45 minutes uh, you have my attention okay like the the you know production budget so to speak uh if it's just 45 minutes you can get a lot out of that you can get a lot of nice you know frames of animation out of that you can get some high quality music some some uh top level uh voice talent some interesting direction I mean, it feels like a lot of the time, I mean, not all the time, but a lot of the time OVAs just seem to stem at least on some level as some, some variety of, of passion project for someone. Mm. And I just like seeing that, that creative energy from, from that, uh, eighties market boom. Right. Yeah. Where they just like had money to throw at stuff. So people were able to kind of like get their, their projects off the ground. Exactly. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I think like uh, it, it helps kind of explain. It, I, like if people didn't know that, it helps. It definitely helps explain why these look so lush. Like I always remember wondering why there wasn't more anime like Akira when I when I was younger. Where it's like, <laughs> why why aren't they doing just why don't they build the whole plane out of Akira? Um, and there's a reason for that, and the reason is that Akira was very expensive to produce, and people just needed to spend money on something during uh, the the years before the uh, the lost decade um, hit. And like you know, it is it just like it produces this like amazing looking uh, anime and like amazing looking uh, uh, animation in general. But like I also there's something about the for me like there's something about the paucity of the stories like uh, aligned with the the kind of beautiful animation that's like super, super interesting to me. Like the, the simplicity, I guess is what I'd say uh, of, you know, I mean, especially so like we, we can, I don't know if you want, if you had a particular order you wanted to go in so we can start with any of them, but like all three of these stories have a fairly straightforward, simple story. And I don't mean that in a bad way uh, in any, in, in by any means. Um, but as a result, it's like, 
you know, you have this level of like, you know, straightforward storytelling and extraordinarily detailed animation that I think pairs quite well. Yeah, I mean, the, all of these have a pretty striking visual style. I mean, uh, Maris the Chojo, uh, uh, at least, is is Rumiko <laughs> Takahashi. So Let's like, start with Maris. Yeah, you know what it looks like. Remind the audience what other things have Rumiko Takahashi done? Oh, nothing huge you might have heard of. You know, the, the Inuyasha, uh, Urusei Yatsura, uh, Ranma. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Maison Ikoku. Uh, fucking no one's seen Rene. No. <laughs> Uh, I always forget the other one that she's done recently that also I never hear anyone talk about. I did like uh, one of the things I liked about about uh, Space Gal Maris is that it it, it sort of felt like um, and I, I know this also just from looking at your um, tweets about it because you watch them. So none of us had to. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> it could have just been Project Echo 2 for me, like <laughs> in that. Uh, in that Maris feels a bit like Aiko and, um, oh, a zombie, uh, what's her name? Zombie Sue. Zombie Sue feels a lot like Biko to me. There, like the, there's no Seiko, which is important. I guess Seiko <laughs> would be the billionaire, but it doesn't quite scan. But, um, it, it, it's nice to have that kind of like goofy, strong, uh, quality going on without having to deal with what project echo 2 actually kind of, kind of is yeah they both uh, do have the super strength don't they yeah yeah and they like and then Biko's, zombie sue has i'm pretty sure just has biko's exact hair hue <laughs> oh absolutely and like I, I i don't think you can you can look at at maris without thinking a little bit of echo like it there's there's absolutely that big poof of red hair it's not quite the same <laughs> red but it's there um I also also uh, Sue is slightly less strong is like half as strong as, as Maris, which is very, <laughs> very Aiko and Biko uh, coded. Um, so, yeah, no, I, 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 I liked that. I kind of got to see my friends again um, <laughs> in, in, in sort of like an alternate universe way. I also like the. So the thing about Maris is like it is. I don't even I don't even know how I would necessarily say it works as a not like how it works as in like does it work, but how it like works as a story because it feels like it jumps between like three or four stories in like a totally productive way, but in a way that's like really it could it could be a little it can be a little intense to follow, um, especially starting out. It 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 just it's a lot of these OVAs that we're covering tonight have have a, a wonderful tone problem <laughs> <laughs> that I absolutely adore. So you're but, wait uh, wait you're you're saying we're we're going to cover one with a child death in it. Are you saying that the child death did not uh, add a lot to the uh, to the quality <laughs> like of what was going on in the in the uh, anime? Do we? I mean, only so much is that the child death did turn it to an automatic eight out of ten piece of media. <laughs> No, correct. Absolutely. 100% correct. If you have the balls to kill off a child and you're obviously doing something in a flashback. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, so Maris, Maris, uh, to stick, I, I'm going to jump around so much. Um, but, uh, but Maris is like, 
it starts out with this like um with sort of like a a, a an unfortunate um kind of um you know, there. Okay, so it starts out with a chase. It, that's not unfortunate. That's cool. Like it starts out with this really wild chase, um, big, big space ship, like Death Star run kind of heist going on. Really cool. And then once Maris gets out of her spaceship, she walks like she's a zombie, which <laughs> is very funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, she doesn't walk at all. What I would de- describe as a human gait. <laughs> <I, laughs> <laughs> almost bigfoot like in nature all of her moves look like she's trying to do a dance like she's trying to do like the pulp fiction dance or something it's it's a very interesting choice <laughs> i like i that's i i you know the 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 premise the whole point of maris is that she is um she is uh you know from a from a dead planet essentially and the dead planet everyone was super strong so they have to wear restraints Six um, times stronger than an earthling, they say. Yeah. And and what that what that ends up doing, um that ends up doing is it uh is it makes you um uh break things when you stand on them. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty great. Um but I, yeah. I, I really can't get over that walk of hers. Like I'm just I'm thinking about it again. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like she got uh she got walk like Simon Belmont in the game of charades and just like had to wing it. <laughs> it walk it, with purpose, but also you can't move great. Yeah, you 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 can't move your arms, but also you're extremely strong and fluid. Um you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make it look like you could take on anyone. Uh, but but be sure to also make it look like you have never walked before and you're a baby penguin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. And she's also like she's also crushing the entire ship every time she walks, too, because she's six times heavier than or six times stronger than any earthling. So she crushes everything with a thought. Um, so we get she's that. got this back brace on, basically. <laughs> that that that's her her restrained technology. Yeah, but and in true Rumiko Takahashi fashion, she's just wearing a bikini. Yeah. Oh, oh no, absolutely. There's a lot of um, you know, if you were worried that this would not be like Yurisai Yatsura, um, the first time we meet uh Maris, we get like just they, they, it it resolves on a crotch shot. And then instead of just like panning up to be like, oh, there was a reason for the crowd shot. We were panning up. It like it just like zooms around the cockpit a little bit more <laughs> as if to say like, no, that was intentional. Like it's this, it's good that there was a crowd shot. You're welcome. It's it's an 80s OVA of a Rumiko Takahashi thing. There oh, are yeah. tight pants. Let's go. We There's know no the apology wants. needed. It's it like we all know what we're here for. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like it's very good. Um all the all the uniforms and outfits are are perfectly chosen um but yeah like the basically the heist goes well and then maris breaks her ship and then maris goes on vacation uh and the vacation part is is uh is the part where it is most blissfully tonally strange (laughs) Uh, just a bunch of creatures surfing a whole like world built out so maris can like have to do a part-time job on her vacation and so her parents have somewhere to call her to ask for money um, I mean, I would argue that the tonal uh, uh, oddity starts that in the middle of the action or at the end of the uh, the big action oh, chase sequence yeah. when she chases down the last guy and he's standing defiantly, evilly grinning 
as he's peeing his pants. <laughs> no, you're absolutely in abject right. terror <laughs> because he's seen her walk and she's like causing like cracks and and fissures and everything. Like, and absolutely, anyone who walks like that can't be good for me. This is really <laughs> bad. Yeah, no, you're totally right. That is like I I just like. Yeah, he's he's holding the gun. He looks like he's gonna he's gonna absolutely be the the big boss kind of guy, and uh, and just like pees his pants and she demolishes him. <laughs> so good, <laughs> really good. Um, but the beach planet that's 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 really great. That's where uh, that's where you get the music video sequence of everyone surfing. <laughs> just they have this song that they made. I'm, I'm pretty sure the lyrics actually include the phrase "Rumic World." Oh, yeah. No, they do. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me. And now that that you've said the words Rumiko Takahashi and I'm what and like I'm hearing it in my head. It's like, OK, yeah, OK, it's a Rumik world that, you know, why? Why was I ever thinking otherwise? Uh, it, I think like the other the other great thing about this scene is like it starts to like I think anyone reading it as like a, a viewer of like this kind of media you know, you're looking at it and you're like, okay, like, why are there so many creatures? Is this some sort of like, okay, so I know her world fell apart. Is this some sort of like thing where, uh, you know, humans are now like an endangered species or a second class or something? And you see like a bunch of little goons, uh, little like furry guys like uh, surfing and stuff. Um and then you just get like as if you were to, as if the 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 OVA was like yeah we we know you're wondering about this um, it's just like you see these two humans just absolutely shredding <laughs> it's like oh no no none of that none of that foreshadowing about who these humans are was was anything important <laughs> they're just they're just really good at surfing and humans can totally hold their own don't worry and they're not just any humans it's uh, it's Ryunosuke and Ryunosuke's dad from Urusei Yatsura just showing up. And they're not the only ones. Uh, you, you see Lum and Ataru and I uh, Lum. Ten. You oh. see Lum's legs. You don't okay. see her like fully. You see her and she's got like the little the, the tiger print boots or whatever. Okay, okay. I think you see her from a distance when they're surfing. Maybe you, you, you hear her laugh and you hear uh, Ataru laugh. And since they actually do have Toshio Furukawa uh, as a voice actor, uh, in this, they it, it it is the real Ataru. It's not even a, a fake fake other Darren Shemp kind of deal. Some sort of f- false Ataru. <laughs> the, the the real deal. <laughs> the, the loser you know and love. <laughs> he, uh, he gets eaten by a shark. It's great. Oh, oh no, it's sorry, so he gets eaten funny. by Space Jaws reenacting the poster. Yeah, I really like. I really like how he uh, basically gets eaten and then the uh, just spits out his bones immediately. <laughs> yeah very good um yeah no the whole the whole scene is really great and like it 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 you know all of these all of these ovas it's funny because they're so short but they they all have these like essentially i wouldn't say time wasters but they're essentially like you know we're not doing anything right now so let's kind of have some fun let's let's stretch our legs a little bit moments um and we know is, we're going to pay for like a song or two. So let's <laughs> let's make sure we include that in a fun way. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. No, it, it's cool, though. It's like it's it's a great little moment. And like it it initially threw me off a lot. I was like, what is the kind of like, is this a comedy? Is it like there there's a you know, they they stop this weird little guy um, at the at the airport because um, Maris kind of uh, seduces him. 
and then leads him into an alley and then forces him to fi- hire her as a human taxi. <laughs> I was like, all right, I don't, I don't entirely know what the point of this is, but I'm, I'm on board. I just need to like, I need to work this out. Um, and eventually just like, it just, the, the whole point is it's, it's kind of a fun little planet and, and everyone's having a good time. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess like if you, if you really had to like, find out a reason it's oh she's on the fun uh beach planet because she's she's chasing i guess like i i don't know a, a, a weird fun human trafficker i don't i don't know <laughs> i thought it was like a vacation i like i but i might have just been like conflating it with the because i had just watched um i had just watched uh desert rose and that has a whole vacation subplot so oh, that's true i think i think maris does say that she wants to take a vacation <laughs> So I feel like this is maybe one of those like, aha, you get a vacation and work gets to pay for it, except you're going to be on the clock the whole time. Kind right. Of, kind yeah. Of gags. One of the one of the 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 famous lines or one of the lines that comes up a lot in this is uh, is um, it, you know, poverty is to blame. Yeah. Being poor is to blame. Being poor is to blame. Um, and so it is for our friends. Um, is absolutely that, that actually irks me a little bit. I understand completely. (laughs) In in the uh, original uh, like subtitles that I saw for this, I think this is like a they they got a slightly better video source and they went back and they cleaned up some of the subtitles. They originally rendered that line as "I hate being poor," and that just hits so much harder. It's so much better, yeah. And like, it's not like it's not. I feel like the 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 thing like there's in the in the climax so. You know, we're, we're talking a lot and you're wondering, like, how are you going to get this all into one episode? Uh, don't worry. There's not a lot of plot from here. On out, <laughs> <but> <laughs> never fear. Uh, but like, you know, the, the climactic sort of fight with her and uh, and Sue, you know, she says like she her says, former uh, space woman's pro wrestling rifle <laughs> who, who has kidnapped the son of like a billionaire and and, uh, and constructed a wrestling ring to, <laughs> yeah. to fight to fight uh to fight our friend in um but like you know it's it's this moment where uh she's like she's like yeah um she's like you know poverty poverty is the is to blame being poor is to blame and uh and uh uh sorry maris says like don't blame don't blame being poor it's not being i'm poor and i'm a good person (laughs) it's like oh (laughs) don't do this like this is stupid uh it's weird. I m- maybe the new translation is more accurate, but when you just have them desperately saying, "I fucking hate being poor," like I get it. It's Suddenly, so it's, much- it's funny and it works, and it's and it doesn't have any awkward implications. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I I like it a lot more, and it it also speaks to like the actual sort of motivations of these two characters, which are not like political or uh or like virtue based it's like purely just like i need money like i just i want literally money just so badly luck yeah well maris wears a wears a earrings that are just yen the whole time yeah she, she's got this little like yen hair clip thing which is so good because like her entire character is she's just she needs money she has a shitty spaceship. She has a, a shitty job. Her parents are always asking to borrow money because her parents suck because there's nothing funnier on the planet to Rumiko Takahashi than parents who just fucking blow in every way. I loved I loved the bad parents in this because it was just like 
my dad's an alcoholic and my mom is an airhead, which is just such a good combo. Yeah, like in a lot of her her other works, sometimes like the abusive parents as a gag shtick, like doesn't quite land. Like I get where she's coming from, but sometimes it just feels weird. This one is like weirdly sympathetic too because it it feels like such a real problem like yeah my dad drinks and and my mom is just kind of like too i don't know too okay with it yeah she keeps forgetting like she keeps forgetting to uh to buy him restraints because like he's drinking too much like it's he just keeps like ripping him off i guess calls calls him at calls her at the store and she's like hey like we uh we bought we we're at the restraint store can't you see <laughs> oh god <laughs> this is too real like oh um, man the, the scene where maris is um she's in her like apartment and she's like it's it's all crumbling and shitty and she's taking a shower because of course there's a shower scene because it's oh yeah a, a and, lovingly <laughs> lovingly uh like rendered shower scene like in one hand she's got the loofah and in the other she's just got a fly swatter that she uses to kill the roaches that come yep. out where she just like fucking tosses them uh, into the roach motel and they're all in there complaining that they have to go to the bathroom which <laughs> again very strange choice but i'm 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 there i'm i'm with you <laughs> like she, she slaps one of them and the roach just goes ouch <laughs> it's so good hey, ow! yeah it's really it's great <laughs> Oh God! She a, she's got a little like fox buddy cop who's just kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's like a nine tailed kitsune or something like that. It's, it's a, yeah, he's he's got like an ability to like copy the appearance of things, so he just uses it to fuck with her. Yeah, in like really mean ways. Like, <laughs> yeah. like when, when, she, when she hears the the that the like billionaire's son has been kidnapped. She's like, Oh, I could, I could romance him. And then I, my life would be on easy street. So then he like copies his appearance and says, I don't, I don't want to uh, date a, a, a dumb poor girl with fat thighs like you. Yeah. All of you have fat thighs. It would never work. <laughs> That's right. It would never work. It's the meanest thing to say about someone's <laughs> appearance. Well, I get fat thighs. It would never work. Between us. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, <laughs> yeah i uh i know i liked i liked that a lot and then i like that he like he he copies her and it's just it's just like yeah like um <laughs> i it wouldn't work either because this guy's totally not our type <laughs> it's like what is going on he copies her in the climax to be like aha which one are you gonna shoot and then she immediately like, sue immediately shoots the real maris <laughs> and like, it doesn't matter it's you there's like not even like a oh there's an obvious tell like no Sue just knows yeah Sue just knows I also <laughs> liked um I, I thought it was great when uh when Sue um when like uh he he <laughs> no, I'm sorry I know what's great when when he is uh trying to um figure out like how to get the remote to let Maris out of her restraints um because Sue has uh restrained Maris so she can't attack her anymore right um. And, and he's like, he's like, oh, I got the remote. I, I I can I can fix this. And it's like the remote keeps getting away from him. He's like, damn it, I can't get to the remote. This is horrible. And it's just like it's just this funny thing where you're just like, he can turn into anything. Like, why is he why is he doing this? Like, he could be like a little rat or something and get to it. And eventually, like, finally, he turns into an octopus to try and get it. 
Like and just, still fumbles it and yeah. then turns into like nine frogs who who <laughs> who shoot shoot the tongue out and make like a frog grappling hook chain. Yeah, had to do it the absolute hardest possible way. Um and all of this is intercut between like Sue since they're since they were both former uh women's pro wrestlers, Sue's got her in like a, a hold and it's just she's she's crushing this poor girl's spine and you you see like the x-ray of her spine and it's just like popping like it's like as like the god like the most horrifying uh 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 chiropractor you've ever heard of which is to say like any chiropractor but is so good on that so great (laughs) and that's also where like the facial animation really shines like there's some really good just like facial deforming and just good cartoon expressions and this and that's where it plays the strongest because she like it starts out and she's already just has this like bewildered face where she's already like tears in her eyes from the pain and then it just goes from there she she squatches, she stretches. <laughs> it's great. She, it's, <laughs> it's really good. And like I think like one of the best parts about about the Sue um Sue uh, uh Maris fight is that like it's made clear from the the general who's always talking to Maris on on her little comp. So cuz she works for the space police basically, but it's like the special forces. So like anything they don't want to do they give to her. And uh, it's made like eminently clear. He's he's like I, I you know you used to have to do like women's wrestling. Like this is a better job than that. But then like immediately, even though they both kind of like tacitly agree, like yeah, this this was like a really shitty job that we had being a women's wrestler, huh? Um, they immediately just like solve their problems via women's wrestling. <laughs> Oh, we didn't even talk about the um when she like crash lands on the planet and then there's like the the searching for water in the desert scene. Oh, it's and she, the best. She she hits the town and it's just full of Star Wars characters. Yeah, so 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 she gets uh, she's she's told that she needs to go ahead and find um find the 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 you know this kidnapped billionaire's son. And uh and and she goes, "Okay, well that's, you know, that's this is great. My my ship's come in." And so she goes to you know find him, and turns out the villain that has that has captured him is uh, is Sue, and so like she's like oh god I remember you from from my days of of pro wrestling, um, you know like have have at you basically, and uh, <laughs> she uh, she like the great dogfight happens and she gets shot down uh, in part because her ship is too cheap. The general has bought her too bad of a ship, and uh, and the the steering wheel comes off her hand. She crash lands basically on Tatooine. Um, and, and and like just the 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 most obvious like we don't care about copyright like just try and stop us like seeing in the world like literally just Darth Vader Darth Vader glue. hyperventilating into a bag oh which is really I, that's funny what, I thought he was like doing drugs that's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it was it's like it's just a it's just a really funny moment like um, Frankenstein is there too yeah, for yeah. some reason. It's like and she's just like griping. She's like, why did you think this was like a good place to be? Like, w- like what the hell did you think this town would give us? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's like, it seems like it's just a town full of uh, various IP. Um, also in the, on that planet is the meanest thing that her friend does to her, which is he uh, he pretends to be uh, a bunch of water fountains. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that works. They had running water. Yeah, and like, and they just kept running away from her, and he, and she was like, "Oh God, I can't go on." He's like, "Hey, you feeling feeling like frisky enough to move on now?" 
It's like, I am going to kill you. And she's barefoot too, so she's walking through like this this horrible hot desert with bare feet. Oh, and you so just see grim. her like like fucking gnarled skin and boiled feet, just absolute misery. Safe. It's so grim. Yeah, like she's <laughs> she's just not in a good place. Um she she sees like you know when she gets into town and there's like the the flyer like oh my god women's pro wrestling i could <laughs> i could get i could earn money and get a ship and get off this place and then she enters the ring and it's it's just a dead arena she's like she oh goes, my oh god, god it women's a- pro wrestling was a fad here too huh <laughs> <laughs> That's I, so good i'm i'm willing to say this is the second best uh piece on pro wrestling right after uh love and rockets uh <laughs> Uh, on women's pro wrestling, maybe all of pro wrestling. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and make it even bolder and say all. Um, it's a, it's at least uh, uh, the the best women's pro wrestling OVA I've seen, and I've seen at least <laughs> two of them. <laughs> which which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you think about it, <laughs> uh, yeah, no that that makes a lot of sense. I would I would I would have to like fully agree with that. Um, I think the. Uh, like from here on out, though, it's basically like she, you know, she gets on the planet. She gets another ship. Uh, the general somehow finds her on the planet and turns out like he's, he's always big on a screen. And it turns out he's just a tiny little guy. It's <laughs> a good gag. It's, yeah. it's, it's a dumb, stupid guy. No, it's great. It it's perfect. Um, and he uh, he's, he's a tiny little guy uh, and he's mad at her because she keeps breaking her ships and stuff. But he she's further and further into debt. She's just completely in debt. And so she. She goes out to try and find her her billionaire again, uh, is captured by Sue, and then it's just the fight between her and Sue until the end, which do you, do you want to talk about the dramatic turn? Uh, <laughs> so uh, when, when she gets the news about the billionaire, they, they give her like a bunch of like file photos and it's all just him just taking like glamour shots the, while being the sluttiest <laughs> selfies of all time like he's got a rose in his mouth it's just the peace it, sign yes yeah, they're like he's he's kind of an airhead huh <laughs> he seems pretty happy doesn't he <laughs> and like when they were in the dog fight there was there was this guy in uh in dollar store char asnable cosplay <laughs> <laughs> and he's like and, and maris is like who, the, who who is this i don't i don't and it's, don't worry about it it's, and, it's uh, no one <laughs> and like uh th- there's another scene when the, when they're prepping for maris to come into their their lair uh the char asnable cosplayer he, he he's like ah how about that uh rich boy billionaire son whose, whose name is kogane mario um and he 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 kicks the the body, and then it it rolls over, and it's a dummy. And so when all is said and done, uh, like, uh, basically Maris gets the upper hand in their fight. Uh, she she removes the the lock from her restraints, and because she is now twice as strong as Sue, uh, easily hands her her ass, and is so mad because she got you know uh, pretty brutally treated uh, when she had the lock on her restraints that she just starts wrecking the entire the building that they they were doing this in they're, they're it's so layer. petulant and good it's like i'll i'll also very funny the way they talk about the 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 layer they're just like these prefab uh earth layers suck like, <laughs> there's a scene where she's like uh where sue is going through the the like automatic door but she has to kick it first before it opens <laughs> it's so good <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, she, she breaks the whole ship and, uh, and, and Sue is clinging to her like, no, please don't break my lair. No, no, I'm so, 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 so sorry. <laughs> and, uh, 
uh, eventually, uh, you know, the, the, the Sharaznable cosplayer, he, he dramatically makes his entrance, jumps down with his billowing cape and all. And um, Sue's just like, no, don't don't bother. I, I've given up. Who cares? It's over. And he's like, are you sure? For real? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Okay. And so the Sharaznable cosplayer takes off his doofy helmet and it's actually Kogane Maru the whole time. Oh my time. god. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, you, uh, Amaris, like, you, you kidnapped yourself? And Sue's like, no, I kidnapped him, but he just wanted to have fun with it, and I couldn't say no. <laughs> and so... She's, like, oh. she, she's so sad, her base is wrecked, and he's like, eh, don't, don't worry about it, I'll buy you a new one. Yeah, uh, like, the, the best part is when, like, you know, you get, like, the, the Maris goes to him and, and, and kisses him, and it's like, it's like a scene, it's like, oh, wow, like, yeah, like... They're, they're, she, she she flashes back to her tragic past you know th th there's the sequence where her planet gets blown up and it's all tragic like the the refugee ships are looking on she's a child the single tear rolls down her cheek right and and you see like you know other hardships in her life after that you know she's got to wear the restraints on anywhere but planet thanatos and so like as a kid her her school uniform fits awkwardly and she, and she gets bullied for it and so she's she's finally hit hit the hit the jackpot and even even when she's you know crying about this in the modern day her her her, her eyes are still blaring the yen sign <laughs> as she's kissing kokane well and she like the the great part about it is she she's able to like she's able to get far enough in in that she kisses him like she she's able to kiss him and it's like uh you feel like okay yeah like maybe this is gonna work out for her and and like instantly he turns to sue crying and he's like Oh no. And he's like, I'll just buy you another layer. It's cool. Like, I think, you know, I just had a lot of fun doing this and I, I let's get married <laughs> immediately. Just like her entire dreams crushed. She, yeah. she lost to Sue in the greatest way. Yeah. And it's just like, you get the scene where she's flying her, her fourth or fifth ship out, which is just like a ridiculous looking moon rover kind of thing, <laughs> like crazily flying it as the fox is trying to keep her from killing both of them. And she just starts just hooting and hollering, screaming about the whole thing. And that's that's essentially the end of the movie. And uh, and and just like all good things, uh, the the end credits are are a blooper reel, which is always funny when it's animation. Oh uh, yeah, it never they, it's they never just weird. do it on purpose. Yeah, it never doesn't work. That's what I like the most about it. There's like the 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 action shot of her from the prologue where she like catches the falling gun and she misses that take a couple of times, and you know, uh, a bullet whizzes by and like just just wrecks her hair. Just good little gags like that. We love it. Um, it works. It's excellent. They paid for another song, another 80s J-pop bit. I liked uh, the songs in all of these were really fun. I have to yes, say. Yes, absolutely. Uh, really good. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, and that's that's the end of it. Maris, I, I, I loved Space Gal Maris. It was, uh, I don't know, like one of the, the strangest tonal things I had to work out in my life. <laughs> like just working through the first 15 minutes of it. Uh, particularly because I was watching it and like my, my daughter came home from school. So like I had to pause it and like start doing her homework and stuff and then get back to it. And I was like, okay, now I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> what, <laughs> what am I watching at this point? Um, but it, it really was great. Like uh, getting to the end of it and thinking about it, it's like, it, it might be my least favorite of the three, but that's just because the other two are so good. 
it's it's a fun time it it's 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 brainless in all the best ways yes in like in like saying it's a lot like echo i i specifically mean it's brainless in like the best possible way um it's brainless in the echo way it's just is it's not and this is again no critique of maris it's not quite as good as echo but then again, Aiko is maybe like one of the three best anime movies I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, it's perfect and, and, and no one can gainsay it. Um, so uh, uh, let's talk about um, let's move in sort of uh, a parallel order here. Do you want to talk about um, actually? No, let's end with that. Do you want to talk about Dragon's Haven? Yes, absolutely. So this is a cool one. I really liked this. Uh, Dragon's Heaven, I was really happy to uh, to choose because um, when when actually like doing the research for this one, uh, I, I discovered it is uh, obscure enough not to have a Wikipedia page or even a TV tropes page. I was shocked, though, because I mentioned it on Twitter and someone I know was like, I've never heard of this. I'm watching it right now. It's great. I was like, where'd you find it? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you found it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I actually mentioned that uh, I was doing this to a friend of mine and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I have that like uh, uh, a playlist of like uh, an upload of it saved on YouTube that I've been meaning to watch for ages. <laughs> like, oh, OK, cool. Rad. I mean, it's 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 fantastic, though. Like I so so the way that it starts is this really cool. Um, I mean, it's essentially a really cool, like live action robot. And it, it's done in. I mean, it's it's clearly like this really, really carefully done stop motion action thing. It's a little bit like if you uh, did. Um, oh, God, uh, I'm going to embarrass myself here. Uh, the, the movie you you piss and I watched that is similar to this setup. Um, that's really bad, but every but also like the best. Empty uh, um, Geist. Empty Geist. Thank you. Um, like, you know, Empty Geist is like. It's like legitimately great. Um, it also is very similar to the opening of this where like <laughs> there's a war. It's like it's a bad one. And like, uh, you know, it just kind of starts off with all these like vague uh, threatening ideas about like Brazil is attacking and like all this stuff. <laughs> the, and, the Brazilian Empire and the forever war a thousand years ago. Yeah, the, the, it could not be more potent right now. We 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 picked we. Plucked it from the headlines. Um, but yeah, it's like it's this it's this great little thing where, you know, it says like the the warrior such and such would not uh, would not help. And and like what you the, end up the, getting the lighting's all dramatic. The, the fog machines going at full blast while they just have this stop motion giant prop they built wiggle around. Yeah, you get to watch like the robot warrior like struggle with his decision in real time. And it's just it it's a good 10 minutes like it's. It goes on. It feels like an. It feels like. Um. It feels like like Tetsuo the Iron Man or something. Like. Uh, yes. It's so good. Like it's just so fun to watch. And then like the fact that that then bleeds into just this like incredibly lush Mobius looking, uh, work. I just I I I couldn't get enough of it. It was so great. Nothing else looks like this does. Yeah, it like it, honestly, like I thought when I was looking at it, I thought it was I thought like in my mind, I was like, is this a did Mobius do this? Like, is this <laughs> is this some sort of Mobius anime that I've never heard of somehow? 
And, and other people, this is not like a, I'm not like, you know, saying something other people haven't said. Like other people have noticed, like, this looks a lot like, you know, it, it draws inspiration from Mobius. Um, but like, it looks amazing. And like, there's a reason that Mobius works in uh, not animation. Like, it's not easy to animate this. It looks like. Like the texture to it is so gorgeous. Unique. <laughs> it's like legitimately a gorgeous film. And like it very surprising that that it is not um better known because of that. Because like, yeah, it's like a 30-minute film, but like the animation kicks the ass of most stuff that people are like super excited about from like, you know, oh, this like, you know, indie animator did this like three-minute sketch. And like it's cool, but you look at this, you're like, this is a whole 30-minute sketch that just completely rocks. Like <laughs> Um, and I mean, again, like someone, someone points this out. It's not like the most complicated plot, right? Like there's nothing, there's nothing pathbreaking happening in the plot. I, uh, the, the robot wakes up when a, when a traveler finds it, um, the traveler, uh, I'm going to blow everyone's mind here by pointing out that the traveler is a pretty girl. Um, what the? I, I know, I know, <laughs> listen, I was as surprised as you were, um, and, uh, and then the, the robot befriends the pretty girl. And uh, and, you know, like basically we start we start our tale, uh, find out that there's there's still war, there's still enemies to fight. Um, But it just like it just works so well. Like it's just it's just like I mean, they could do anything and I would like to watch it on some level. But it is also just like a fun. I don't know. Do you do you have anything you want to say about like how the story unfolds? Because I think that's that's something that I have a hard time talking about, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, maybe not so much that, but I, I do want to say um, the the creator uh, of this. Oh, yeah, the, please. Th this is based on uh, a manga by uh, Makoto Kobayashi, who he he's known as a mechanical designer. He primarily works uh, on, on robot designs for a bunch of different anime. Uh, he, he did a lot of stuff for Gundam. He's pretty much most famous for his Gundam stuff. He did... Uh, designs uh for uh, a good handful of designs on uh, zeta gundam and double zeta gundam uh he, he designed the the titular double zeta itself uh the marasai the bound dock the o um some of these designs actually get slightly altered and reused here in interesting ways um he is also like primarily um in addition to this work, he does a lot of like actual like model building, like like uh, just making of these these robots. And, and that that's like where yeah, that really explains comes in. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I should say, if you do end up watching this, I guess it's on YouTube. You should go watch it um, like right now. It's fantastic. Uh, it might be like spiritually, like if, if you if you made me be the most honest I could be, it probably is my favorite of the three. Um, even if my heart says it's a desert rose. But um, <laughs> I I I very much feel the same way. <laughs> but like it's it it is like it's gorgeous. Like it's it's and like the the making of the robots at the end. Like they have like a little like ten minute uh, bit at the end where they just show how they kind of brought the original like you know first opening sketch to life. Is like so cool to watch. Like it's so neat to watch these people in their craft. Like. He he's all the time just posting his his you know hobbyist model making stuff, and to see him do that on like a huge scale with a, like a big crew for this like just I don't know like five six minute uh, prologue for this movie where they just have two prop robots move at each other threateningly. 
it's it, also, it's so cool. It's really cool, and like it's also you know like I was I I found myself thinking there was actually a uh, uh you know people are posting all sorts of stuff like this these days because I guess like you know we're we're to the point where we're nostalgic about like new metal, so people keep posting stuff about new metal, but like the the um someone posted a uh, a video like an MTV promo where it was Trent Reznor and the director of uh, uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man, whose name I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, and it was like so cool. Like I loved watching it. And I was like, why isn't there more stuff like this? And so like actually seeing this, you know, on film and being like, oh, there there is more stuff like this. It's just like I haven't seen it. Like someone's doing <laughs> this stuff. It's really cool. It's out there. And I just like it's not something that is in my, uh, you know, in my like wheelhouse right now. So being able to actually like see it and enjoy it was like a real treat. One of my favorite, like, I guess aesthetics in general is I like when shit feels like a PC engine game. Yeah, and that's this OVA. Both parts. Like even like the the art feels like you're playing uh what's that game Dragon's Quest or like Dragons oh, what what am I thinking of here like the it's the one with Simon like the the big sort of doofy uh like hero that I, I don't know it's not it's not important uh, someone's yelling the the answer but um <laughs> I can't hear them uh oh Dragon's Lair Dragon's Lair thank you yeah, yeah yeah like there's there's an element to that because of how lovingly it is uh constructed. Um, it, it feels like Dragon's Lair in a certain way, which I mean, I say that with all love in my heart. Um, even though I like, you know, I I didn't ever like, I was never like super familiar with those games. I mainly know them from the art. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the first part looks like a PC Engine game because it looks like you know you're just like in a point and click adventure. The the soundtrack too, it it just sounds like a shmup the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's like I I there's there's nothing not to like about about this, which is like a, a funny thing to say. Like it, it's very difficult to be like critical about it because it it really feels like it feels like kind of like the special little thing out of time that that like I I don't you know it's it's something that like I can't I, I've never quite seen anything like it, um, and so like seeing it on screen here is just like it, it's a it's a it's kind of an experience it's like okay like why i've never like why have i never seen this before <laughs> like why is this new to me um it's just like it's i don't know like it is it, i mean even like the, the 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 quality of the conflict and the introduction of enemies and stuff like that the the different lighting and all um the lighting inside the robot and the front in the first bit um where it's like this violent red and it's ultra claustrophobic um, and then also when like the in the animation part where the the robot is putting his hand over his chest after his human pilot dies and the blood drips down his hand or you, you meet like the the contemporary villains um, who are sort of like in a purplish kind of place like everything is set in such a such a an enjoyable uh, for, for lack of a better word way. The, the use of of color in this is is so neat. Like it, it's a it's a desert setting. It's it the, the famous Brazilian desert, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, no, we we all know that one. So it's a lot of like uh you know browns and yellows, but like in a in a good way, not in like a PS three game kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> 
like there's a lot of like navy blue and 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 bright kind of neon blonde that kind of uh offset the the, the feeling and just the, the way everything is also just textured makes it pop so much yeah no it, it's beautiful like it, it's it's a I don't know, like it, it really it really reminds me of reading something like <clears throat> the Encal and just enjoying the texture. But like it's also moving and like the the way it's moving. I don't know. There, there's like as much reference to like rotoscoping here as there is to like traditional animation in, in some ways. Like the there's a there's a scene really early on where there's uh, it, it's during like the initial fighting before um, the robot Shion. Uh, goes to sleep um and uh and like it's basically these guys climbing onto a, a warship and they look like so like lumpy and strange it and like the way they move is kind of like blocky but it makes sense because they're in shadow and it's just like it it feels like you're watching like something that's been rotoscoped but in the best possible way it, like like the good parts of um the 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 Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings, where, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. Rates kind of where they're all just moving all wonky. Exactly. Yeah, and like it's what's cool about that. Like I'm not I'm not a I'm not like uh uh I mean and I have I have no right to be because like I'm you know I'm new to the I'm, I'm kind of new to the hobby, but like uh, such as it is or, or new to the medium. Um, but like I'm not I'm not someone who's gonna get like super upset with um you know, computer animation and anime or anything like that. I get it. And like, I've seen it done pretty well a bunch of times. So like, fine. But like, I think this really, um, there's something that's really, that really like, uh, uh, is beneficial about this being all animated where like you see that kind of rotoscoping element, but it's on the back of like this. I mean, it must've taken, forever to do this because none of this feels like cheap or like quick it feels like it must have taken 800 years to do <laughs> this moves like a french graphic novel yes it really really does and like i know that sounds like we're exaggerating or something like that but it absolutely feels that way <laughs> um and like i don't know how they made that work i mean it, it it's I, mean, I guess one way they made it work was they had the 10 minute uh, prologue where nothing where the opening crawl didn't matter and then made 20 minutes of the cartoon. And that's probably part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but those 20 minutes of cartoon are also insanely strong. So. Yeah. I, like, I can't complain about the, the length at all. Like it makes uh, like total sense to me that it is as long as it is. And you know what? Like it would just be me being greedy to ask for more on some level. Um no, so I like going into this, mm -hmm. I, you know, knowing Makoto Kobayashi as as a mechanical designer, I was surprised by the strength of the character writing in this. Yeah, yeah. No, no say more about that, because I agree. But I, I, I'm interested in how you how you mean. Like, I, you know, obviously we've talked so much about, you know, how, how this looks, how this how this moves, how it feels. I would I would be happy if it just did that if it just looked good and had a bad story I would yeah. still be pleased because it's a treat to the eyeballs but uh just the the simplicity of the characters the the uh combat AI who needs like a human partner to have like full potential and then his rival the you know uh full combat AI robot no human required uh and then the girl he meets who he just hangs out with 
they're such like simple characters, but yeah. they have so much charm. I mean, a lot of that also is just the voice performances are really good. They're fantastic. I like it because like there's there's not it's not like the uh, the idea of a robot who, um, you know, like cares for its <laughs> cares for the person who is uh, who is piloting it is particularly new. But like, on the other hand, it's just like the way that it's voiced gives it such pathos that I, I, I feel like you don't typically get with a robot um, in uh, in animation. Like robots are typically played like one of two ways, either like hyper emotional to sort of like balance it out and make it ironic or emotionless and like a- analytical. Um, and this robot is played completely not that like it feels like it feels inhuman, but inhuman by way of like, you know, distance or isolation, not in terms of like, you know, like, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't care to be human or it, it it wants to be inhuman. It's more just like, no, this is just how I was built kind of way. Like, but I do love humans. Cheyenne feels like, like, like your cool coworker friend. He's just, <laughs> he's just your coworker. Like you're not going to go get drinks with him, but he's the guy you go to work and he's like, yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> Cheyenne is in many ways your work husband. Um <laughs> viewer. Uh no, no, you're right. Like it is, it is the sense of like it is, it is absolutely that. Like it is uh I don't know, like I don't know what his else. His delivery say. is like such like he feels like an exasperated office worker in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, uh, the, the the voice performances in this have have such a like conversational casual quality to them that it, it, it lends so much charm to it because he's he's like I, you know everyone loves a good fussy robot you know that's that's just been a thing we're just we're, we're all c3po pilled in this in this uh in this world exactly you know uh icon what what, what else can you say about him <laughs> but uh just the way in which cheyenne is just like a guy he's just your bro Mm -hmm. he's great and i i really like that 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 it was like there is the kind of like oh gosh like what a what a what a a sad moment uh you know for for him that his uh that his um you know partner died and like oh you know this is this is so depressing but it's also like it's also like yeah you know it's depressing but also he is um he kind of just like is able to still live within the world. I don't know how to say it. Like it's not the kind of thing where it's like, Oh, and I lost all purpose. And now I, you know, now I hate, I hate the world for taking my friend from me. Like he immediately is like, yeah, let's like make a deal where we're like, or she says she's the one who proposes the deal, but like essentially is like perfectly willing to take up with this new person and just like, you know, make a new friendship. Um, I guess sort of because he is a robot, he can just kind of move on from that in sort of like a utilitarian way. Like, yeah, my my uh, you know partner died. It's been a thousand years. Uh, <laughs> war isn't doesn't seem to be quite as intense these days. <laughs> I guess I can hang out with this cool chick that I found. Yeah, no, it's true. And like, I think like that's a really good way of putting it because it's like the I feel like people write robots like like to write robots as utilitarian, but like secretly. Um, upset i guess for lack of a better word like secretly they're like they're harboring a kind of vengeance yeah exactly and this is this is like a robot who's just a robot like it's like this is this robot is a straight-up robot and it's okay and and the girl who finds him uh 
I, I, I like to think of her as just like, you know, uh, slutty Nausicaa, basically. <laughs> she's, she's hanging out in the desert. She's got the fake chocobo. She loves to be naked, and that does not make our friend particularly happy. And Cheyenne's over there covering his optical circuit, like, hey, could you put on uh, some clothes, please? And she's like, you're a robot. Why uh, should I? You're just like a human. <laughs> All the various humans that have told her to put clothes on in the past. <laughs> and she just is like, fine. I'm, I'm always it. telling beautiful women to put their clothes back on. <laughs> I'm real and I'm valid. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it's it's pretty funny. Like he, she, she, I think Slutty Noska is exactly what she is. She, she's kind of brainless in the fun way. She's, like, she's, she's impulsive. Just, she's lounging in the sun a lot. She, doesn't really have any like reason or purpose to keep up with Cheyenne. She's like, I found you. You seem like a cool dude. Your manual was really cool and easy to read. Let's just hang out. I like he takes him into town. He gets some like uh, some some cool chestnuts. And she's like, oh, those are rare. Give me those. <laughs> yeah, they gave them to you because they think you're going to save them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll help oh. you save them, but you got to give me the, the chestnuts. I mean, you can't. You know, I mean, you know. <laughs> I liked I liked a lot the um the where he was like um she was like yeah that your manual is really easy to understand and he was like yeah it was written that way um, <laughs> and then later she's like actually I understood your manual because my dad was an engineer it's like all right I guess <laughs> so so they're 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 like hanging out in the town no one is phased by this like fucking 22 foot tall robot just hanging out in a crowd i mean why would they be right like they're, they're sitting at a table she's she's drinking out of this huge cup it's good times uh he he has like a he, he prints out a photo and is like have you seen this guy uh this, this is the guy who i've been fighting with and wants me dead immediately uh, she just says oh handy that you could do that. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so cool you have a game boy printer in there <laughs> <laughs> wow badass that's so neat <laughs> she lo she looks over the picture and she starts negging him like oh this guy's way more handsome than you are yeah, i hey, love that i, sh I should have found this guy that kicks ass because <laughs> <laughs> he says he says like the 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 immediate robot thing of like it is probable my foe is out there as well and she's like your foe rocks <laughs> yeah she she really is just chill about this and then, of course, because we we have have now seen the face of evil, we we cut to the face of evil, and he's he's busy engaging in robot war. He's yeah, he's he's doing the prologue of Final Fantasy IV, but without the internal Cecil conflict. He's just <laughs> he's just the Dark Knight on the ship. We don't need the, the Cecil conflict. Just get to, get to the cool robot. <laughs> It's it's good. He's 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 got this horrible, annoying, screechy voice. He's. He's, he's awesome he's extremely he's cool mean. design yeah i liked i loved his design because when you actually see like the model it's clear that they like they had like a boom box or something and they they yeah. out, like it just like gunked it up like i mean this in the sincerest possible way it looks great like it's such a cool choice and then of course they have to animate it that way too so like it just the the way they kind of like work within that is so fun yeah he he because he's more of like a robot robot than a piloted robot like Cheyenne, he, he moves a lot more clunky. Yeah. Yeah. And in his relationship with humans is also a lot more um, straightforward. 
he serves the Brazilian Empire, whatever that means. <laughs> they're looking for their maybe they're still looking for their uh, their relic. We don't really know. He he's got like a command of airships that have like just like tanks that they can deploy. He he's got he's got the resident Starscream esque character in there who, who <laughs> shows up to go. Ah, I can't let him win all the glory, and then dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it is like it is kind of like um, a, uh, you know. I'm trying to think of it like like a fun, a fun, like battle action scene, uh, just like completely condensed into <laughs> into like a uh, a short, just shortish movie. Yeah, it's like it's all the good stuff. Don't worry. Now that's what I call action scene. Volume one. <laughs> Now it's wonderful. Like it, it, it really is great. And like honestly, the 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 scenes with the battle are just as nice to look at as the scenes with uh, with the um uh with the um excuse me uh God what was I gonna say um scenes with the town. Like I I loved watching the town sort of like uh uh, uh I'm forgetting these words. Yeah, like like the. N- there's a word I'm looking for here, but I'm not going to get it. But like basically the way that they they introduce and like set up the town and like show the merchants there, the different like it looks it's beautiful. It's great to watch, but like, very lived in. too. Absolutely. That's a really very, good way of putting very it. Very realized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And like what's cool about about the town to me is like, you know, you get to watch it. and It gets to be like, oh, look at all these neat characters. Like they did so much to make them, you know, it looks so perfect and interesting. And then, like, what's cool about those characters is it's like, you know, that that level of attention and care is given to um, is given to like the 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 most basic sort of like battle out scenes as well. They don't they don't. Uh, and, you know, like, again, all love to Empty Geist, but uh, the battle scenes in Empty Geist sometimes they t- they just like, you know, they know they're badass. So they kind of take their foot off the gas. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah uh, in this case they do not take their foot off the gas so it is very much a uh, uh you know we're gonna we're gonna do this right the whole time through the the cyber mech knight starscream guy gets in his tank which is like launched from the airship and it lands and he's firing and like the the battle scenes at night so uh the, there's a lot of cool like lighting effects when shots are fired it rules. It's it's so great. Um, I mean, I just I don't know what to say other about the look other than it's really great. It it just is. Um, Cheyenne fires his his cool big gun that, that you you've been looking forward to because uh, you see him with the gun. You're like, oh man, what does that do? And they call it the <laughs> dragon's fire, and he totally obliterates the 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 air cavalry, and so they retreat. And then they 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 get the message to uh, the the evil bad guy rival robot Elmadine, and uh, he's like, "Oh, that means Cheyenne's here. I have to I have to find him and kill him because I mean <laughs> I've been trying to do that for three thousand years." Yeah, you're gonna excuse me for a second. I'll be right back. <laughs> he 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 summons his like legion of combat robots, which uh, which uh, are, are reused uh, design from Zeta Gundam, the the Bound Dock. They're they're all in red this time. Okay. That it like the, the cool like ant looking ones kind of yeah no I know the, the ones the really That's... insectoid guys I like I um, wouldn't I've never you know I've never watched Zeta Gundam I 
I never started watching Gundam because uh, Andrew always said that they would not talk about it with me on the show. <laughs> and like, and like very, very much on, on brand. And I, I appreciate it. I understand it, but uh, it always, it always was like, Oh, well, you know, if I can't talk about it, then like, what's the point? And I think, <laughs> I think it's probably time I watch like at least Zeta Gundam. If like, as I loved these designs, I like, I, I could just like, go to sleep just looking and enjoying them. Um, I feel like probably it uh, it at least corresponds to Zeta Gundam a little bit. Yeah, totally. There, there's, a, there's a couple of, of, of uh, I mean, blatant reuse of design almost exactly <laughs> and in a cool way. I mean, he designed them. He can do it. Yeah, can't call he it does. a ripoff. It's, it's his own thing. <laughs> um. But I mean, there, there's really not much else like he by by using his big cannon, he ends up like, I guess, just like overcharging himself. So he gets damaged. He he just goes into town of his own volition to get repaired. He's wearing and, a cloak to cover the damage. He's like, well, it looks ugly. I don't want to I don't want it to look ugly while it's being worked on. I mean, I don't want people to see that. So like, in the meantime, could you do me a favor? Could you wear the Varia suit and just use the cannon for me? <laughs> 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 she she's got this like hideous but cool like bio organic mech suit kind of thing going on with ridiculous pauldrons. I love calling it the Vari suit. <laughs> can you you mind being a Samus Aran for a second? That would be really great. Uh and she he's like, uh yeah, oh we'll have it specially fitted for you. It'll be fine. She's like, Well, I'll have you know I'm kind of fussy about appearances. And then one frame later, she's in this awful kid. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about about all of these um about all of these uh um shows is like um or all these OVAs is that there's always a moment in them where one of the women, no matter how badass they are, is like, can I get a better outfit right now? <laughs> <laughs> Essential. They so love their outfits. and Women yeah. be shopping. And it's, you know what, you shouldn't judge women by, the, by their appearance, but also it's important to always understand that women are judging themselves by their appearance. And that's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, no, I guess there's not a lot more to say, but like, it, it just is like, you should... Go, go out of your way to try and watch it. It's I think you're going to really like it. She gets cornered by Almadine. Uh, uh, you know, Cheyenne arrives just in the nick of time. You know, oh, you know, you can't fire at me from this range or you hit the girl. Yeah, she'll live. She's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then just fires. So cool. <laughs> there, there's the moment where you think, oh, no, is Cheyenne dead? And he he lives. And then she she's like. <laughs> She's got like a ratty T-shirt underneath the power armor, which I really like <laughs> as a look. And she she just ends up riding on his shoulder, and then she gives him a little smooch, and then that's that's when that's when everyone cheers. There's a little bit of, there's a little bit of Tank Girl going on at the ending there, which I am a big fan of. Um, it's not not there. I'll say that. <laughs> I, I've shown this to a couple of different friends of mine just because like, hey, do you got 30 minutes? You want to watch something cool? <laughs> and uh, every time she she gives him the little smooch, it's always like, yeah, every Ooh. time. <laughs> well, why not? He's <laughs> I'm so happy for him. He's, he's, she just wants a big robot boyfriend and God damn it. She got one. Yeah. And he's he's so nice. <laughs> it's nice, too, because um 
you never have to really wonder about their relationship. It just is It's like, great. I never, I don't have to question like what's going on with them. Like, Oh, you know, are they like in love or is it, it's coercive or no, it's just cool. It's just, it's just the best. (laughs) It's kind of like an apple seed kind of a thing. Yeah, She She just likes her big robot buddy. Oh God. So yeah, no, this was great. Um, I loved it. Uh, we should take a small break here, and uh, and we'll come back and talk about the last OVA. Sounds good. We're taking a break. It's a small break. It's around an hour and twenty minutes, so I'm going to put that in there. Uh, so, old Julian sees that. And oh, is there anything that I am like talking over you with that you really wanted to get to, or are we we doing okay? Oh no, we're doing good. Tight. Okay, great. <clears throat> All right. And we're back. Um, so I am excited to talk about this last one. Um, we've talked about the goofy OVA. We've talked about the uh, undeniably artistic and excellent OVA. Now it's time to talk about the OVA where it's a bunch of girls who um, are uh, also mercenaries. Um very important that we watch that <laughs> we talk about that specific genre. Uh, it's uh, it's Desert Rose. Um, Emily, any anything that you can tell me about this to to give me any sort of context? As I am, uh, I'm loving I'm loving life thinking about it, but uh, I I don't know anything about it to begin with. So Desert Rose is uh, based on a manga by author Kaoru Shintani. Shintani has done uh, a couple of things uh, uh, that were also adapted into OVAs uh, that you may have heard of. Uh, Area 88 is the big one. It, okay. It's the, um, the, the, the plain mercenary uh, anime. Tight. Everyone really likes that one. I have yet to sit down and watch it myself. Um, there, there's a SNES game that it has. Uh, it was localized over here as, uh, uh, what was it? UN Squadron, I think. Okay, I've I uh, I have seen UN Squadron. Okay, yeah. Uh, that that game rules. That game has a great soundtrack. Um, they, I guess they just didn't name any of the characters or anything, but like all the all the portraits and stuff are still intact. So it's still like this very pretty anime boy in the plane. <laughs> pretty good. Um, but he's also done um, Cleopatra DC, another good OVA. Okay. Uh, if it if it wasn't three episodes, I was honestly thinking that would be a fun one to watch. Um, uh, Goddamn is another one he's done that I don't know anything <laughs> about, but I love that it's called Goddamn. What a great title! point. I think it's about motorcycle racing. If I remember. What? Right. Yes. And uh, the other one he's done is uh, uh, that got adapted into an OVA is I Dream of Mimi, uh, a.k.a. Butobi CPU. You might have seen a screen cap of this because it floats around every now and again. Uh, it's a blonde woman in a tight red dress, and she's hefting up her breasts and saying that these babies can hold like 100 terabytes of memory. Uh, yeah, I, I have seen that. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think if I remember right, that one's about some guy who like has to dick down his computer or something. That's also an anime girl. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I absolutely need to. It is my, my kind of trash. I want to eat that up. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, I, I, I don't want to assume, but that sounds right up your alley. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he, he, he has a lot of, uh, uh, famous manga. We'll say he's, he's got this very, um, almost shoujo kind of look to his character designs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just very, uh, 
fluffy and, and, and sculpted in all the greatest kind of ways. It is. Yeah. I, I, uh, I really liked looking at all of the characters in, in, in this, uh, anime, like particularly the, the sort of like secondary characters, um, the, the kind of like mercenaries that don't actually get much of a, uh, they don't actually get much of a, a, a starring role. Um, the, the mercenary that is the, um, that is sort of like always dressed as a maid. Who's the, the blonde who, when she needs a grenade, just lifts her breast up. <laughs> yeah. Signals to the other one who has grenades on her chest. Like, Hey, use your grenade. Just let me have my boob to signal to you that you should use your grenade. <laughs> yeah, the other one just like, huh? <laughs> yeah. That gif goes around a lot. That gif is how I found out about this show. Okay, well, it, it was extremely important then. <laughs> I, I yeah, every, everyone loves Irene, the, the the blonde girl with the freckles. Irene rocks. She's, she's so she's good. Great. Someone someone openly calls her a slut. She has to be great. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's um, I mean, like all the just like from the start, like the way that the animation works, the way that like it 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 feels kind of like a a fun kinetic kind of thing. The fact that like everyone's a girl in the, in the mercenary group. And like, at some point, some stuffed suit is like, are all these girls, the, the assistants? They're like, no, they're the mercenaries. And you get to cheer <laughs> as the audience. You'd be like, yeah, that's right. It rocks. All the other OVAs that we've covered tonight, uh, they, they, they are very, uh, they have very animation friendly designs. This is the one where every this is the hyper detailed uh, OVA where everyone just has like so many layers of shading and so many eyelashes and such complex hair. And yet it still looks really nice when it's in motion. It does. I, I, I was surprised to find I, I shouldn't have been. Um, I looked this up after and I realized that this was uh, based on a on not a super long running manga, but 15 volume running manga. Um that I would love to read at some point because uh, I like these characters a lot. Um, I believe it has been fully scanlated at this point. Okay, well, I'll have to learn how to get scanlations at some point because I don't know how. <laughs> um, I, I, and honestly, I'm I'm so behind the times. I don't either. Well, I'm sure there's someone we can ask. Uh, if only, if only, <laughs> if only. <laughs> but yeah, um, <clears throat> I think like. You know, by and large, this is uh, just like a, a fun, a fun group of gals um, just just living life uh, again. It's half American Hollywood 80s action movie and half like Hong Kong action movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think like part of that is very much because the um, like part of it is the reason that it feels like uh, half a, a Hong Kong movie is that like it's never quite clear what country they're from. And like, <laughs> like even like, even insofar as they're just like, yeah, like the thing about, you know, fighting terrorists, the, the messed up thing about fighting terrorists is you can't, you, you can't go around your, your, your country's borders. Um, they're like, but these girls can. And it's like, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool moment. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, I, I guess that's true. Um, and, and the way that it kind of like, uh, the way that 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 uh, plays out is, yeah, they, they kind of are just like every single nationality at all times. It, they go on in the narration like, you know, um, you know, America has this the special forces and, and then the Brits have the SAS and all this. But like the civilians have cat, the counter action terrorism unit. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there. And, and I mean, like it is 
what I like about about the beginning part of this uh, this anime is it sets you up in the the best possible way to be like, okay, um, uh, do I have to worry as a viewer that my my friends here are going to die? And it's like, no, you definitely don't. Um, they're gonna do this terror. They're gonna do this thing where it's a it's a anti terrorist action to begin with. And uh, what's going to happen is uh, it's going to immediately become their kind of like uh, they're going to sweep it. They're going to do it perfectly and no one's going to get hurt. <laughs> it's like, OK, cool. Like, oh, what are the casualties? Well, two people are mildly hurt is, is, is what we hear. It's like, great. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it starts with like a victory lap of their latest mission. Mm-hmm. And, and like all great action movies, it opens with a warehouse shootout. <laughs> God, it's Which, so know, good. good. Um, they, they, they're fighting a bunch of terrorists, and then, like, yeah, exactly like you said, like, oh, what, what's the situation? Uh, you know, nine terrorists dead, three are injured. What about ours? Uh, well, like Lily and Samantha, they got shot, but not not in anywhere important. They'll be okay. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, they're fine. It's like we're, we're super good at this. <laughs> um, you, you get introduced to a lot of the the, the different uh, uh, major and minor players in that because you, you get the scene where they're uh, where, where Irene lifts her boob to have the grenade shootout thing. And, you know, um, she's going to be a player at that point. I mean, there's it. It couldn't be more obvious that this is someone to watch out for. They, they they go through all the character archetypes. You know, there, there's the bomb disposal unit girl who's who's this just large woman they call mom. I love her. Uh, <laughs> she's she's so good. Um, she she's my second favorite. My favorite is the uh, the woman with the like severely pulled back ponytail. Yes. Um, who gets really <laughs> mad and blows up the car. Yes. She's so good. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the the bomb disposal scene's really good because they pair her up and she's obviously been doing this for years with like a complete newbie. Yeah. And like, yeah, just like, um, she's like, cut the red wire. She's like, that goes to the detonation. She's like, well, a lot of people think that that's the only way that you can detonate something uh, is, or is the, you know, the, detonate, the detonator tells you via the red wire to, to you know, blow up the bomb but it can also tell you not to blow up the bomb so you know you're fine just you know use use the thing use use the red cut the red wire when i say it what happens if i don't we're all dead if you do that your boyfriend will receive your notice of death (laughs) your boyfriend will receive your notice of death and she the other girl the bobcut girl she's just panicking it's like as you do it like i tell you to will probably be fine your boyfriend will not receive your notice of death (laughs) And then they do it, and you hear a bang, and then it's a classic fake out, and it's just a car. Ah, uh, car backfire! Ah, oh, come on! So oh, it's so good. You got me. And then mom just kicks the damn thing, like ah, bit sleeping like a baby. Thank God. I love that she's like singing it a lullaby. And she's like, you know, these things won't, you know, they won't sleep if you're not nice. <laughs> it's like really doing the mom thing fully. Uh, and it's great because she's she's like a giant. She's like a fist of the North Star character. She's so she's good. Huge. I like. I can't get enough of that character. She's stone butch. She's so awesome. fun to watch. Like she's like they don't. I, I feel like that's like not a common thing in in a lot of anime that there's just like a straight up old person in it. 
And I don't. And they don't even make fun of her either. Like, no. With a character like that, there's bound to be some sort of like, haha, she's barely even a woman or like something in there. Like, no, they respect her. They like her. Yep. Yeah. There's like, you know, as much as I've been enjoying, uh, I've, I've started Ranpa, and as much as I've enjoyed it, even Ranpa, which is like a game that seemingly would not do this, has one of those stupid things in it because like there's a big muscular woman in it. It's like, oh, that's a woman. It's like, just, just don't do that. Right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, whereas, yeah, this is just like, they're just like, yeah, she's she's extremely badass the whole time. It really just runs the gamut of of, of easily identifiable character traits. Because, yeah, there, there's the slut one. There, there's the there's the, the big stone butch gal. There's uh, uh, China. <laughs> <laughs> just the most like and chun <laughs> i love that she has the two buns like just in case you missed it this is this is not this person is coded as chinese in case you were worrying luckily they they don't make her talk with an accent or anything she's totally normal she's she's just the cutesy one right of all of them right which i mean you know if you had to if you had to pick something that would be what I would say. Like, if you have to do, if you have to do the Chinese one, uh, you know, just make her cutesy. <laughs> That's how to do it. And you got uh, the the main character Mariko. She's she's the responsible one, the the boss of the of the unit. Yeah, and and uh, also the one with an extremely dark past. Yeah, married, which we learned. So after after the warehouse shootout, we uh, we go back uh, the you know, they're going to go to Florida for their vacation and they're very excited, which uh, says to me they are not from America because uh, no one should <laughs> ever be excited to go to Florida. But, you know, far be it for me to to nitpick. But the um, you know, they're, they're going to Florida and, uh, and and they have to get on a plane uh, at some point. They're like, actually, you know what, guys, uh, plans, uh, plans change right now. We have to go to um, we got to go to uh, this lake. We have to basically go to Switzerland. <laughs> we got it. We got to go to Switzerland uh, protect a secret Swiss summit meeting. Yeah, the VIPs are meeting and they're worried about uh, they're worried about terrorists. Uh, you know, the, the, the colonel talked us up to these these Swiss guys who are all misogynists and, and just want to talk about how hot we are. Um, and 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 we're going to go protect these people. Um, and she gets on a plane and immediately has a flashback to uh, the, the biggest traumatic moment in her life, in anyone's <laughs> life, where she is at the airport. She's saying goodbye to her husband, who she's not been away from for more than three days. Um, there, there's a fun montage where she's hanging out with her, with her little boy and they're just like hanging out at the gift shop at the airport and just having fun. Eating ice cream and all. And, and, oh, hey, dad, dad's on that plane. Like, I want to I want to see it lift off. Okay noticing there's a little bit of a commotion and maybe get away from the bomb goes off the plane explodes the airport explodes good thing she's holding her kid's hand but what's this <laughs> <laughs> it's just his severed arm <laughs> she wakes up and says terrorists took everything from me i hate them <laughs> it's like all right I like I I so admire that the that the the OVA decided to give her like a motivation for not liking terrorists. <laughs> like the best part is too is um this is a, an original story. This is not an adaptation right. of a manga chapter. Uh, they just they just made an episode based off of the manga. 
And so I'm assuming, you know, this is just, oh, this is our chance to tell the viewers the backstory of this character to animate this part of, of her story since she is the main one. And so it just it just comes across as such <laughs> such a lovely tonal whiplash. It's so great. <laughs> because like before like just moments ago, like you like you like you said, we were talking about going to Florida. We're we're criticizing each other's uh choice of swimsuit. Well, yeah, like uh, the, one busty woman is telling another extremely busty woman that she's flat. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, how much, how much we're going to max our credit cards out, you know, we're going to beat the, fun. Yeah, we're going to beat the bargain. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Woo. Let's go shopping. <laughs> and it's like, and then immediately <laughs> severed child hands. But let's not forget. Well, the, the real thing is that my child, uh, was killed in an airport bombing and my husband, uh, <laughs> and also the, 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 like shrapnel gave me a cool rose tattoo on my cleavage. I love that they decided that they needed to include that as like backstory. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't really be able to appreciate the rose tattoo without it. It was really good choice. Uh, I really like that. Her name is Mariko Rosebank, but then like, Oh, her battle on the battlefield, they call her Rosemary. (laughs) My favorite part about that is what all the tough guys are like. Only mercenaries could come up with a name like that. <laughs> it's like, really? I don't know. Rosemary is kind of like a pretty standard name. <laughs> Lots of people are named Rosemary. I mean, it is kind of on the nose in a cool way. Like, I appreciate it. Like, Maybe that's what they meant. Like, I mean, the 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 Dutch guy who does not trust them, uh, the Dutch Special Forces guy who does not trust them, is named like Colonel, Colonel Heineken. Heineken. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That on the nose is is not something that this is afraid to do. Um, it's really great though. It's I I mean like I'm I'm teasing it, but it's like you know, basically it's like an entire James Bond movie in 35 minutes after the the cold open. It's uh, perfect. <laughs> it's so great. They they chase down a pervert in France. Um, and how do they locate the the one pervert in France? Well, just good luck, I guess. Um. And he's he's in he's being a peeping Tom and and they they liquor him up and find out that he's planted three bombs at the summit. Uh, The summit is takes place in the uh, basically in the in the uh, enemy stronghold from Top Gun Maverick. Um, (laughs) Like just like it's it is one of those things where it's like there's no way that this is completely impregnable. Um, And they're they're like, well, I'm sure something has happened here that like you know, we have to, we have to somehow break through these defenses. Um, and they, they talk to this pervert and he says like, yeah, they had me make, make a gun or make, make bombs. I made three bombs. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good. It was like, it was pretty, pretty smart that I, that I did that. And I'm like super smart. And they were like, you know, why can you tell us a little more about those bombs? <laughs> like elaborate on this, please. Um, and he, and he, he basically says, like, yeah, the, the cool thing about these bombs is that uh, they they're sound bombs uh, and they really, you know, they, they, they aren't going to have like any payload. They're just going to make like a sound like a closing time at a bar. Um, but he gives it to him in a cryptic way. Yeah. And then he's, he's like he's like also some sort of like professor or something. Yeah. And professor. I loved the line because right after he tells them this cryptic thing, he says, like, you know, if you want to see the fate, look to the fate of the stars. And then he gets like completely shot to death. Like uh, like um, 
uh, McBain's partner in The Simpsons shot to death. Just <laughs> yeah, like, it's exactly like that. It's like shot 800 times. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, just, just completely done for. And um, he, uh, right after um, one of the, one of the girls says, she's like, wow, just, you know, professor to the end, he gave a cryptic remark and then left. <laughs> sweet good you got him that's true that is true of professors it, it was the chinese one and she says like even after the, the corruption he still manages to give us something <laughs> cryptic i really like the corruption meaning him becoming a giant fucking perv i like how much they're like they're they're completely put off by him being a pervert like they can't they can't even understand how this happened. <laughs> like the, the one with the shades is like, no, yeah, he's 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 about to unzip his pant. There it goes. And if you you can look away, but unfortunately, this is our job. And the other one's just like, oh, oh, why? <laughs> why would it, yeah, a doctor? Why does he feel like he has to do this? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's anyone's guess. <laughs> Um, so when he gets shot down, the uh, the two that liquored him up trying to get the information, they, they try and track down his killers, and it ends up being like a, a helicopter chase scene, but they're in the helicopter. Oh, it rocks. It's so good. Yeah, it's like backwards looping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, did you, you want to see, did you want to see uh, what happens when, uh, when you know, you're on the other side of, of uh, Zenigata trying to catch Lupin? Um but yeah, it's like it's fantastic. And they, you know, they do the whole like, well, you can't get away. And then they absolutely follow through on the fact that they can't get away. <laughs> it's just the the shades girl gets a, a rocket launcher and just absolutely demolishes their shit. Yeah. Like, and it, it's it's great because it's like it's one of those things where they they're they're chasing them down. Um, and uh and it's like um you know the they the the people shoot this um this like incredibly like powerful uh rifle through the through the um the helicopter and it's a huge deal it's a it's a big problem and then uh she just gets so mad that she sh- she blows up their entire car her partner says my favorite line in the OVA which is well you stopped them but you also stopped their breathing <laughs> it's so perfectly stilted <laughs> It's great. Like, I mean, it's it's so true, bestie. So true. <laughs> I love it. God, so good. And you expect, like, you expect, like, you're going to get the, you're going to report back to Marika, and, and it's going to be like, oh, how could you do that? We lost all that valuable intel. And they're just like, okay, well, uh, thanks for letting us know. We'll figure it out from here. <laughs> oh, so the, so the perfect doctor died, huh? Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I I really like the um, it's here too, and like it's they they do like the Poirot thing where it's like Poirot um, like Poirot is sees something on the wall and stops and thinks for a minute and goes something's off here, and you know later on he's going to see it in a specific light and he's going to be like Mon Dieu, <laughs> the Gretel Grisels, tell me what has happened. Um, but Monica's this in the in in, in this uh, OVA and. She's just thinking and thinking. She's like, something's off. Something's off. Keep searching everywhere. And the Colonel Heineken's like, you ladies are always worried about stuff. Like, don't sweat it. We did all the good. We did all the work. We're the we're the Edelweiss. Like, we're we're, we're so badass. I really like the Swiss team being Edelweiss. <laughs> they say the Edelweiss is the toughest team ever. 
Swiss. <laughs> but they can't fight anyone because they're the Swiss. <laughs> um, but it's like it's like this. Um, yeah, it's just this. It's this hilarious little moment where, and not hilarious, but it's this moment where like continually she'll just be like, "What? What happened? Like, what is the? You know, what am I missing?" And someone will be like, "Oh, we got to get all the drinks out. Let's help the other girls who are." disguised as maids because only women can come into this conference <laughs> or they're like oh wow all these all these maids are your agents like you betcha <laughs> and then like I, I i i'm concerned about like you know are, are they even armed and then the the slut one irene she just pulls up her her dress and she's got like a pistol hidden in her garter belt just like hey <laughs> howdy mister we love irene we love the slutty one so much she's got this horrible little gremlin smile <laughs> Like at one point she she's just blowing the bubble gum and they're like, hey Irene and she just lets it pop and go, huh? <laughs> I also so I also love the um I love the thing where uh she's she's like um she's the head maid and she's like griping about it and they're like there's supplies to be gotten and then she's like Rebecca such and such Samantha go get it and they're like oh and she's like less whining. And she's like, but, she's like, but I, I would rather be in a gunfight. That's easier than doing this. <laughs> just, she's just like, ugh, I hate being a maid. And she runs her finger across the like thing of the kitchen. She goes, whose job was cleaning this? <laughs> and then the other ones just start shaking their heads like, oh, God, she's on a power trip again. <laughs> oh, I loved it so much. Um, but eventually, eventually, Monica looks out the window at the melting ice. Um, I had a I had a brief uh, Celsius Fahrenheit moment. Uh, real, real American temperature guy moment <laughs> where they say it's negative eighteen at like at night, and I was like, "What? What?" And they're like, "Yeah, it gets even colder." I was like, That's so cold. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Celsius, Celsius. It's still very cold, but not quite as cold as I thought." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was. Um, she looks at the the icicles and realizes, "Oh my God, sound bombs! We're surrounded by three mountains." Uh, Maverick will have to take a an emergency like uh, landing down, and he might black out to get in here. Um, there's going to be an avalanche, and that's when the the most ridiculous plan of all time happens. Well, the the American president was going to use the satellite phone. I mean, come on. <laughs> I just I love I love that he uses the satellite phone and uh and that's the thing that triggers Look it. To the stars, of course, the satellite transmission. Don't do no. it. <laughs> Kelly, don't press the button. Oh, so funny. Um You have to get your men out of there now, huh? What? Everything's fine. Rumble. Oh no. <laughs> I also really like the um I really like the the um the way that they the, at the beginning they're like all right we'll need to bring b package and c package maybe even e package <laughs> they're like well how are you going to get out of this like the, the, an avalanche is coming they're like okay open up e package <laughs> e package just has all these like reverse parachutes that fill up with air and like take you away on a balloon how do you feel about the, the the song that they play? I love it. This? I love it. I love all the music choices. Of this. 
the song the the the, the song that they play they, they play it in in the in the OVA proper but for the credits you get to hear the lyrics version and without the lyrics it sounds like it's part of like a, a late 80s skater compilation uh, wipeout video <laughs> yeah it's so great it's, it's just like the most like tedious guitar shredding it's just cool enough not to get on your nerves exactly and like you know it's like i I feel like the music cue right here gives you enough doubt because it's so like you know again like tinny shreddy kind of like almost anxiety producing that way because it does feel like a wipeout compilation like they, they noodle around a little bit and it sounds kind of cool and the bass kicks in and it starts getting triumphant you're like are they gonna make it out like is is monica and, and, and all my friends is jessica gonna make it out because like and everyone then, makes it, it out goes... except for all the people you care about the most <laughs> <laughs> they're stuck inside um but um they uh they do make it out because they they improvise a hang glider yes they don't have enough they don't have enough parachutes so they improvise a hang glider you might think that i'm making fun of this i think this is the coolest thing of all time it rules like this one runs on like such earned bravado <laughs> yes <laughs> that every move it makes you're just like no this this tracks this checks out no i'm, I'm with you <laughs> it's so good like it it's like the the like the scene where they where they're on the hang glider, like everyone's you know mourning the captain, and, and she gets out, she's on the hang glider, and uh, and uh, again the slutty one says, uh, you know, I wish we could have changed our outfits a little bit because they're all in dresses except for Jessica, who's always in pants. Um, <laughs> she, she's like, and at that moment you do see her panties. Yeah, so yeah, the slutty one. You see her panties, and, and she's like, I think it's okay for the end of the show. <laughs> Just like complete <laughs> fourth dropping wall break. pretense. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, and then they, um, then they go downstairs. They go down to the village, and uh, they decide it's time to go to Florida. And we get a bunch of swimsuit shots. And uh, Monica puts the says has the great line: "We're at the peak of womanhood." Yes. And then drops. By the way, she's twenty six years. <laughs> well, yeah, she's pretty old. <laughs> I mean, just a, <laughs> uh, and then drops a phone in a glass of water when the colonel calls and tells them they have to get to some sort of like, you know, it sounds like I, I don't know where exactly he's saying they need to go, but it sounds like you know, like they're going to go to like New Mogadishu or something like that and try and uh, stop something, and just like drops it in. She says, "We need fuck that. We need because <laughs> the when the VIPs send the message, they say." Uh, eternal glory to the lovely valkyries <laughs> thank you whatever. goddesses like yeah. we need rest if we're gonna remain goddesses so true so good like <laughs> it rocks so much it's 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 such a such a dude's rock moment at the end yeah it really is like, yeah ignore your fucking like civilian anti-terrorist meeting so you could just chill out by the pool like no you you rule do what you gotta do queen <laughs> Oh, oh, what a great episode. What a great, great OVA. Like I said, like, and I, 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 I mean, look, I'm not trying to, to say Space Galmaris is not amazing because, of course, it is. Um, but I think, you know, artistically speaking and from an animation standpoint and like critically speaking, um, Dragon's Heaven is like absolutely the best one of the three from a 
I like feel this in my heart and want to watch this every day for the rest of my life. Uh, it, it's it's um, it's uh, it, it's uh, Desert Rose. Um, it's absolutely the 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 snow apocalypse uh, for me. It, it it's such a. I mean, these are all nice and breezy, but despite Desert Rose feeling so complicated, it's it's I, it feels the most watchable. Yeah, it really does. I mean, like, and, uh, you know, that's not always the best um, measure of, like, goodness. But in this case, like, I don't know. It's just there's something so comforting about sitting down and watching a 45 minute OVA like this. Like, it feels so good and so, so contained and nice. Just want to watch a, a fun little action movie. It's, it's Desert Rose, baby. Gotta. You gotta. Oh, well, any final thoughts? Um, you know what? Uh, I'm curious. I want your your favorite scene from each three of these. Ooh, okay. Let's see. So I'll I'll, I'll go in order. Um. So Maris, my favorite scene is um. Let's see, my favorite scene with Maris is I have to pick this right. Oh, definitely. After after she is uh, after she, after he proposes to Zombie Sue, and uh, the the ship is flying extremely erratically away, and it's not clear why. And then it's because uh, he, the, the 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 Kitsune friend is uh, is um, split into seven personalities of the billionaire trying to keep Maris from destroying the ship again, and like <laughs> basically just driving them into the earth and killing them. That was a really wonderful scene. Good choice. Excellent choice. Uh, for Dragon's Heaven, um, definitely, I, I think, you know, in my heart, it's the scene. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick from the animation because it, it just feels unfair to 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 focus on the beginning part. Because, like, honestly, the the best thing in my mind in some ways is when the animatronic head of um, of uh, uh, the the main robot looks up. Like it's so it's so great to watch. Um, oh, it's so cool. It's amazing. Um, but in the animation, uh, I think in my heart or in my head, the, my favorite part is when they're uh, first eating together and she proposes the deal to him. Um, but in my in my heart, it is uh, it is when he's wearing the cloak and she asks him why he's wearing the cloak and he says it's because he hurt himself, which is the <laughs> funniest reason to wear a cloak. <laughs> Um, and then in Desert Rose, my favorite scene. Oh, I mean, kind of silly, but my favorite scene is when uh, the the extremely tight haired woman uses the rocket launcher to blow up the car. Just absolute fan service in in all the uh, correct ways. Arm more anime women. Yeah, in my opinion. Give every anime woman a giant rocket launcher. Let her cook. Let her cook. What are your favorite scenes? Oh man. All right. Uh, yeah, see, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, turn it on me. Uh, <laughs> for for Maris, I think honestly, I I like the the flashback destruction scene because they play it so sad, but also a uh, someone is just ripping up a guitar solo in the background, <laughs> of it. and it just makes for such a such a scene. Yeah. Because it's it's got like the the planet elder being like gaze upon this the last moments of our beloved Thanatos and 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 you know everyone's just kind of looking on in sadness and and you see her her parents and, and 
very sad and she's got the single tear but the whole time the the guitar solo is just building to a dramatic conclusion (laughs) it rocks it's so good and like there's also just like some of the people in the crowd just look like weirdly miserable like there's a guy with just like a huge pack on his back it's like what's this guy doing here what's his (laughs) deal um for dragon seven my my favorite part i think is um when she's she's wearing the combat suit and she's waiting for um Elma dying to show up and she's literally doing the laying on her stomach kicking her legs back and just fiddling with something <laughs> fiddling with like a cartridge for the gun or something i forget it's really exactly good it yeah is. yeah yeah <laughs> it's just the most like it's girls having fun teen moment i love that i love i love when people bring back the uh I'm on my bed, like looking at a picture or being on the phone and kicking my feet. Twirling thing. the phone. Yeah. Cord, yeah. Which is a thing that used to exist. We have, we have to go back. <laughs> we really do. Uh, for desert Rose. That's a really tough one. I know. Every moment of this is so good. You know what? I, I'm, I'm going to pick it. Um, the, the, we didn't really talk about like the, the, I guess the, the, the secondary, uh, like the, the main character's friend, I guess, the, the, the normal looking girl. But when, when they're picking out, uh, like the, the, the swimsuits they're going to wear, and she's like, you know, I, I can't believe you girls would, would wear something like that. And then they, they look at hers and it's like really showy. <laughs> and they're like, you want to have a nice, easy vacation wearing something like that? And she's just like, it's none of your business what I wear. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I think you're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of activity on vacation with that. And she's like, that's fine. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> like she she's the normal kind of uptight one. But in that moment, she's just she has the little anime blush and the small eyes. And she's just it's really good. She's flustered. I liked it's her good. a lot. It's good yeah. when the uptight one gets to get flustered. She was a lovely character, actually. I really liked her. <laughs> I like I like your little business suits. She was perhaps the most 80s of the women, which is an impressive feat. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of 80s going on here. She's got like the neckerchief and the shoulder pads. Oh, beautiful. She's perfect. Well, this is great. Um, Should I pick what we watch next or? Uh, You know what? Go for it. Okay. What are my options? Uh, Let's see. You remember? If you don't know, we can do it later. Oh, I do remember. Okay, okay. So we, we've settled the mystery box. Uh, our other choices were uh, You're Under Arrest, covering the original four-episode uh, OVA series, or uh, Re-Cutie Honey, the three-episode OVA uh, 2006-ish reboot of the Gonagai classic by uh, uh, that, that little-known creator, Hideaki Anno. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like before I do my first Anno, I have to watch the original Gona guy. So I, I think we're going to do You're Under Arrest, because I've been wanting to watch that for a long time. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's going to be a good one. Okay. That's going to be a good one. All right. One. So next time you're under arrest, Emily will be here. Emily, where can people find your work? You can find me on Twitter at Space Queen Emily for for as long as Twitter seems to exist, it's and it's it's going pretty well so far. It it it's uh, <laughs> it, it seems to be stabilizing, but then also they seem to be finding new ways to turn it into Reddit. Yeah, well, we're gonna get coins now, so I'm gonna be able to give you Twitter gold. <laughs> oh, uh, epic! Yeah, I it mean, is that's gonna super be great. epic. Oh God! You, you can upvote all my posts about uh. uh 
whatever obscure OVA I'm watching. I'm only day. going to use it to upvote your posts. No one else. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pay good money so people have to see screenshots from animes that I like. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here, Emily. Thank you guys for all listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Ish. All right. All right. Bye. Take care of yourselves. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.